Good morning, and welcome to your daily dose of morning meds. My name is Marie Bashiru, and thanks for joining me on my morning meditation practice, but with a different twist, where I take a stream of thought, a subject that is ruminating in my mind, and I dissect and share it with you guys. Because the journey of cultivating mental health can often be and feel like a lonely practice and process. So, as a musician and creative navigating this, I'm taking any willing passengers on the journey with me. My morning meds practice is literally like my medication for the day before it begins. So, let's begin. Dust and grime. What happens when you're constantly fed and hear all the ways in which you don't measure up, particularly growing up? You internalize it and it's extremely hard to shake it, even after you've done the work to counter it and have undergone a renewal. A little story time here. I had an altercation with a family member regarding a situation not long ago and as they stood there, in retaliation and in public, telling me the various ways in which I stink as a person, it all came flooding back. Like a flashback to my childhood and the verbal lashings that to this day, I clearly still carry some of the marks and ramifications of. I felt my throat choke up, my fight or flight mode kick in, and it dawned on me. Even though I was a very different person to who this person once knew me as or believed me to be, I hadn't entirely shed that skin. Change and being human are inexplicable. Either we're growing forward whether that be mentally, physically, intellectually, or we're regressing. There's no standstill here. Growing up, I always had this belief and feeling of general inadequacy, like in everything. It's fair to say I didn't receive much affirmative words outside of the way of being pretty or vying my singing. And it was only as I got older that I realised my whole focus and identity was wrapped up in these two things. These two got the most attention from me because, well they got the most attention from everyone else. Add to that being extremely insular, I had little to no awareness at all of any other positive attribute I should and could possess as a person. Kindness, empathy, social skills, just general awareness of the world around me was next to naught. And so it was evident in the way I related to others and of course, to myself. Fast forward many years after what I would call a beautiful and life-shifting awakening. I'm almost like the opposite of how I used to be. People that meet me for the first time or have known me onwards from that shift in my life, or even before then, find it hard to believe I used to be how I was. Because by the sheer amount of persistent work and commitment I've put into align myself with the truest version of myself, and most importantly, not without sheer grace to even arrive at that point of realization, I'm not the same person I was even three years ago. But not everyone is ready and willing to see change, to believe it. So the old saying that a zebra can't change its stripes is painted all over you and you're sucked back into that vortex of negative self-belief and all the emotional baggage that comes with it. And as I left that scene, I found myself overcome with emotion, not just from shock and hurt, but because I recognized I still harbored deep down those beliefs that I'm a substandard person, that this is how the world sees me and I can't seem to shake it because look at how I'm responding. 
And look at what happened with this other person last year and that I took all the blame for what really should have been shared responsibility. That I was the problem. That the common denominator of things going awry always seems to be me. And so what did I do? After I'd walked away, en route home, I stopped by the side of the street, bored it out and continued on home to process and then write it all out. I soaked in my grief and pain at that moment and decided to make no attempt to bottle it up and pretend the inner shaking didn't just happen or hasn't been happening. Because I recognize that after this altercation, it's been a trigger that has released something I have to address. Because underlying negative self-beliefs formed over a lifetime, those of which many may have been tended to, can still be residual. It's like the scar you thought had healed over suddenly becomes an open wound once more, and you think then that the scar was merely a temporary cover-up. Or now the damage is worse because it won't heal as well as before, and now everyone is going to be able to see it. Worst case scenarios. But I also realised something else. Those lashings I received may have been a response to reality at the time. It may not even have been the actual reality. But that reality is no more. It's changed. I've changed. I no longer have to accept a description of being that doesn't correlate to the present day reality of who I've become and who I've consciously decided to be. There may be some residual traces from the former life that turn up when externally triggered, but hey, that just signals a cleaning up process that isn't always a one-time job. Because dust collects, mess gets made, and so deliberate effort to clean it up is required. But a cleaning job, say in your house, isn't a complete demolition and rebuilding of everything. It's simply the task of arranging, putting things back in their place, or reassigning them to new ones, removing the grime and the dirt buildup to allow what's underneath it all to emerge and reveal what already exists. And to reiterate, change isn't apparent or readily recognisable to all. We often see what we choose to see, and if that old story of you suits and supports the other party more, know that they're much more likely to readily hang on to that version instead of the newer one. A lot of the time that even applies to us. It's a bit like how sometimes we refuse to update our iPhones to the newest operating software, or buy the latest model because maybe we have our various conspiracy theories, or the basic fact that what we have and are using currently, we believe suits us just fine. The change is inconvenient, uncomfortable, or we simply don't think we need it. But what I've also observed is that when someone else has their own issues and areas for potential growth, and haven't yet modelled their own change, they'll have you believe you're the problem. So know that sometimes when it's being made to appear as if you're the problem, that it can often be the other party's issues being projected onto you. Deference and deflection is real, and we all do it. But it's crucial we learn to recognise and identify it for what and who it really is, so that it doesn't come falsely disguised as yourself, or conveniently dressed up as the other. So today and tomorrow and the day after that, I'm going to be meditating on the person I've become. The one who took up the challenge to be and do better. And I'm going to choose the thoughts that support this truth. And I encourage you to do the same. In spite of the naysayers, sometimes myself included, those who will refuse to accept the new operating system that has arrived. And even those who haven't taken up their own responsibility of changing themselves. 
to believe in the good of who you are, who you're still becoming and accept that cleaning house is an ongoing requirement, to know that you're not the problem, but the dirt and grime is. And to also know that dirt and grime do not define or write off the value and purpose of what's underneath them. But once they're cleaned off and the unmarred light of day hits them once again, what will be revealed is what was there all along. Thank you for joining me on today's dose of Morning Meds. And if this helped you in any way, please let me know by shooting me an email to morningmeds at gmail.com and or leaving a review, which would really help others to find this podcast too. And do connect with me and my journey as a musician, creative, and just general human on all social media and music streaming platforms with the handle of my name, Marie Bashiru, or Morning Meds Podcast. Until next time, I leave you with the wise words of James Hudson Taylor and challenge you to not have your concert first and then tune your instrument. Have a great day, folks.